The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you so, so much. So today's show, Steps to Creating a Totally Different Marriage. (laughs) Often we do marriage the way that our parents did marriage. (laughs) And that wasn't maybe always the best way. And I certainly did that starting out and it took us uh, many years to kind of find our own way with it and really it wasn't until I started using the, the tools of access consciousness that it really started shifting and changing. And so I've got three kind of things that I've used to really shift it and change it because if you're a friend of mine on Facebook you'll see hubby and I do uh, fun and and awesome things and that we do have a a playful um, relationship where we really do adore each other and there was a time that wasn't so true (laughs) in fact I even had a person recently say to, to us when she met us she said oh you guys are just amazing she said well at least that's what it looks like on Facebook. And, and I had to chuckle because there would have been a time that it was just for Facebook. And now it really isn't. It really is how we live our lives every day because of the things I was willing to do different. That was the biggest shocker for me. It had nothing to do with him. He didn't have to change anything. It was about me and the way that I was being that invited him to be something. <laughs> So step number one, and this really is one of the biggest things for me that I changed that created so much more space in our marriage was I stopped expecting him to love everything I loved. (laughs) So for many years prior to studying access consciousness, I studied like Reiki and and a lot of other modalities and different ways of being and law of attraction and all that sort of stuff. And all of those, what I heard the different teachers and mentors and books and all of that say was that you really only wanted to have people around you that were like you and vibrating at a level like you. So that kept me (laughs) in a constant state of judgment of him. So I was constantly judging hubby that he wasn't choosing what I was choosing. He wasn't reading the books I was reading. He wasn't taking the classes I was taking. He was bad and wrong. 
And if he would just stop being bad and wrong and start doing what I was doing, because what I was doing was right. <laughs> Can you hear the crazy in that? <laughs> and then I start studying access consciousness and, and Gary's point of view around a good relationship is that there's three basics that it really requires. If you have things beyond those three basics, yay you, and it's not necessary. So the three basics are one, they're good in bed. <laughs> so I won't go into details, but hubby's got that. <laughs> Two, they, they supply money. Now that's recently changed with hubby and I because he's retired. However, what he does for us and, and myself is the same to me as putting money in the bank account. So he does all of the cooking, all of the cleaning, all of the errands, all of the driving me to the airports and picking me up. And I mean, I could go on and on and on with everything that he now does. And for me, that's the same as putting money in the bank account. Um, and then the other thing is that the person lets you do whatever you would like to do whenever you would like to do it and you let them do whatever they would like to do whenever they would like to do it. That's the three basics for a good relationship. And I would have at one point <laughs> totally disagreed with that. However, it really read for me when I first learned about that four years ago, it really made sense to me. The biggest reason is because then I could stop judging hubby for not believing in what I believed in, for not wanting to take classes with me and things I was interested in. It also got me off the hook if there was something he wished to go do that I wasn't interested in. It just gave us that space to say, hey, what works for you? What doesn't work for you? What's fun for you? What isn't fun for you? And that really was the greatest gift that I gave again myself and him to have that space and say, okay, what if he never does believe in the creator like I, I believe in? Or what if he never takes access classes? Or what if any of those things? Now, it was interesting because once I let go of that, that's when he started having an interest in, in, in access consciousness and running bars and, and doing stuff like that, it was a totally different space. And it makes sense because I wasn't pushing him to do it. The minute that I stopped pushing, it then became that space of choice for him where he could really choose. He could really choose if it worked for him or if it didn't work for him. And I seriously did not have a point of view. Now, with saying that, it took me a while to get there with some of those things. And that's when I use my one of my favorite tools that I talk about a lot is the interesting point of view. I have that point of view. So imagine there's something that you would like your partner to be doing with you or maybe not with you, maybe on their own. But you've got a point of view that they should or that it would make you happy if they did or whatever it is, whatever that kind of push energy that you've got with it, bring that energy to mind. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. And just say it over and over a few times. Yeah, and can you notice how it starts to shift and change it? Now, sometimes saying it three times is enough, sometimes eight times, sometimes 20 times, sometimes 50 or 100 or more, just to get you out of that point of view. 
And once you don't have a point of view about it, then it allows them to have total choice. So everywhere that you've been pushing your partner so that they feel like they don't have choice, so they have to push back, which creates drama and trauma and whatever else it might create. Will you destroy and uncreate all of that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, podpock, shorts, boys, and beyond. So this radio show is based on the tools and processes from Access Consciousness. You can find more information at accessconsciousness.com. And then that funny little thing I said, that's the clearing statement. So you can find more information on how that works at theclearingstatement.com. And so it's really looking at where are you doing that with your partner? Where have you decided that they have to change so you can be happy. Yeah, everything that is, we destroy and create all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And you really have to be willing to look at this, you guys, and be so, so honest with you about those expectations because every time you are in a relationship and it doesn't matter if it's a marriage if it's a partnership if it's a business partnership if it's a a child and, and parent it doesn't matter what relationship it is if you have expectations you're setting yourself up to be disappointed Everything that brings up, will you destroy and uncreate all that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And all of the decisions, judgments, conclusions, computations, expectations, projections, rejections, separations, anything I haven't mentioned that you have of your partner, will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy and uncreate them all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And anywhere that you are creating your marriage based on what your parents' marriage was, or based on what your partner's parents' marriage was, or maybe a mix match of both of those, will you destroy and uncreate all that times a godzillion and return to sender with consciousness? Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And so I call this a totally different marriage because... Our marriage is totally different. I go away sometimes weeks on end (laughs) and I have went to family reunions without him. Uh, I there's just so it's so different from what this reality says and not that you to have a totally different marriage that you have to do it like that. It's really the totally different is that you're doing it in a way that works for each of you not based on what people say is right or good. You know, I know people that couldn't imagine going to a family reunion without their partner. That's okay. That's totally cool. That's not right or wrong or good or bad. It's just when the family reunion came up in in my life a couple of years ago, it was like looking at it saying, wow, he really wanted to go to this geocaching adventure thing uh, in in, in a whole different city. And I could have said, no, I require you to be with me at the family reunion. I totally could have said that to him. And I also at the time was so aware of how dishonoring of him that would have been. And so I show up at a family reunion without him and everybody's got like, where is he? Where is he? What's wrong? Where is he? Where is he? What's wrong? And it's like, 
yeah, you know, I'm okay that he's not here. And I'm sorry, you're not okay that he's not. And I'm sorry that it puts you into question about, you know, where he and I are in our marriage. Are we okay? Are we ending? Are, you know, all of those things. It's like, it's okay. I don't mind. What I know is that if I would have um, forced him <laughs> to come, it would not have been fun for either of us. And I'm also totally willing to say to him if there was a time that it was important for to me that he come to something with me, I'm totally okay with asking for what for what I require, knowing that he still has choice. So years ago, I would have maybe asked him, but he would have known based on the energy. <laughs> there was no choice in that question. <laughs> And now when I ask, it's really from that place of asking, like, hey, would it be fun? And if it's not, it's okay. And I struggled with that because they're, my family, I've got four sisters, they've all got kids, we've got, you know, when we get together, it's big, it's loud, it's all of that. And there's times where he said to me, you know, I really would prefer not to go, whatever, maybe it was like a family meal or something or a birthday party or something. And I used to take that to mean he didn't want to be part of the family. He didn't want to, uh, he didn't like them. He didn't, what, whatever all of that was. And then I would get upset and then I would get mad and it would be drama trauma and all of that. And if he did come, I would resent that he came. And if he didn't come, I'd be so embarrassed in front of my family because he wasn't there. Instead of really acknowledging, hey, what works? What works for me? What works for him? And if it became, you know, the question of, hey, I really require him to come to these events and he's not coming to any of them, then I look at that for me. Does that work for me? And if it doesn't, I don't make him come to those events. I say, hey, I get that this doesn't work for you. And I would really like to be with somebody that it does work for. So you know, goodbye or whatever. Like it's not about changing the person. It's really getting clear on that and looking at what does work for you and trusting that they've always done what they're going to do. So for him, it's sometimes it is a yes, sometimes it isn't. And I'm totally cool with it. If I did, like I said, have a point of view and it was never a yes, then I have to look at that for me and get clear on what that is for me. And this is where I was in a sense, doing it backwards, I was like, okay, well, I will just keep hounding him, I'll keep forcing him, I'll keep manipulating him, I'll keep crying, I'll keep judging, I'll keep, and then he'll do it the way that is the right way, which meant with a way that it was based on in this reality. Somewhere along the way, I bought that this reality was the right way. And now, looking at it from where we're at now, I can see this reality is really fucked up. <laughs> And the way that most people do marriage isn't conscious. It's based on what their parents did or based on refusing to be judged by those around them. So maybe they wouldn't want to go to their partner's family reunion, but no way in hell would they even admit that or not go because they wouldn't be willing to receive the judgment from the people that they didn't go. Now, what if we were just willing to receive judgment? What if what other people thought of us or wherever people went crazy in their head about, oh, they, their marriage must be ending or they must be going through a rough spot or whatever it might be that, that people might say, what if we were just willing to receive that? 
Yeah. So everywhere you've been doing marriage in a certain way to avoid the judgment from society, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, potpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And the cool thing is, people only judge you because they're not willing to do it like that themselves. So if people judge you for choosing like that, let's say they judge you because you didn't go to a family reunion, it's likely because they would never, ever, ever be willing to choose that for them. Even if it was going to create more for them not to go, they would never do it because it's wrong and bad. And this society says both partners should go to a family reunion, even though it's only one side of the family. <laughs> I mean, most of the people at that family reunion... I don't know if most, maybe three quarters of the people at that family reunion I went to, I didn't even know. <laughs> so everything that is for you, we just destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine potpock shorts, boys and beyonds. We're going to head to break and we come back. We'll talk about the next two steps to creating a totally different marriage. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenise's blog. That's www.glenise.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So, step number two to creating a totally different marriage is gratitude. So the trick is that you cannot judge and be grateful at the same time. So if you find yourself in judgment of your partner or in judgment of you in relation to your partner, choose gratitude instead. Now it's not about, you know, from metaphysic point of view where you would choose the positive instead of focusing on the negative or 
you know, hide the negative under the the rug. It's more about just being in gratitude and being grateful no matter what. Being grateful even if they leave the toilet seat up. Being grateful even if they don't wash the dishes like they said they were going to. Uh, it's, it's being willing to be grateful no matter what and getting out of that judgment. Now, it doesn't mean you become a doormat and let's say they do the dishes and they've stopped doing them and then to be grateful you just keep doing them without ever talking to them about it. That's not what it's about at all. It's about being in your awareness of what's actually going to create more and checking in. You know, did they not do the dishes because they were helping the kids with their homework or was there something else going on or is it just require a conversation so that you find out what's going on for them instead of going straight to judgment and oh they're such jerks that they don't ever do their part or I have to do everything around here or you know a woman's work is never done or whatever it might be and I know there's men that listen to this show too and so maybe a man's work is never done what whatever it is that we kind of slip into those old programs and those old points of view instead of just checking in with the person and not from judgment not from you were wrong and you were bad but just hey you know I've noticed that you you haven't been doing the dishes lately is everything okay uh do you need something different what's what's going on uh, whatever it might be and I talk about that again from my my experience because it was done from judgment it was like oh my god I can't believe I have to do this again I can't believe I have to do all of this myself I can't believe blah 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 and really looking at it uh, (laughs) most of it honestly had to do with me not willing to ask and not willing to be in that conversation, not willing to have the uncomfortable conversations and say, hey, <clears throat> this is what I require. Are you willing to help me out here? What do you require? You know, we often don't think about asking that uh, question and then checking in. You know, so let's say you do have that conversation and you both sit down and you get really clear on what you require and you get really clear on what your partner requires. Then check in if what each of you requires, can the other person deliver it? And if they can't, be willing to be honest with yourself about that because otherwise you will just create a lot of trauma drama instead of acknowledging hey you know what what I really would like from this person they can't deliver it and that's okay so is there somebody else who can is there something else that's required you know let's say it is housework is it time to hire a housekeeper Like what else is really possible that you've never even considered? Yeah, so everything that brings up will you destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And all of the decisions, judgments, conclusions, computations, expectations, projections, rejections, separations, anything else I haven't mentioned that you have about the perfect marriage or about what it has to look like, about what it has to be like, about what they have to do, about what you have to do, anything else I haven't mentioned, will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate all times a godzillion? right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pox, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because what would you really like it to be like? What is your reality with your marriage, with your partnership? What is it that you would like it to be like? 
You know, a lot of people do much better apart than together 24-7. It was actually, honestly, one of the concerns I had with my husband retiring at the end of December. I didn't know how we could kind of manage the time. I'm used to a lot of time by myself and I require it. I love it. I love being by myself. I love creating by myself. I love just the space that it provides. My husband loves to talk. (laughs) So I wasn't sure how that was going to be for us. I knew what I required and I knew it might involve a conversation, but I thought I'm just going to let it see how we kind of find the space first and then have the conversation if it's required. And so far, now again, I haven't been home much uh, these past few months, uh, but the time I was home, it was very easy. There was a very easy flow and I would just say to him, okay, these are the hours that I've got clients today or these are the, the times I'm doing radio shows or telecalls or whatever or this is a time I need creating and it was just really ease and there wasn't that kind of feeling of him underfoot. He also is much like me in the sense of requiring a lot of alone time and, and space so it works really well for us to have that and it's looking at what is that for you? What do you require? And maybe you prefer to be with somebody 24-7. Maybe that is what works for you. If they can't provide that, then what else is possible? Is there somebody else? Is there a friend who would like to spend that much time with you? You know, does it have to be your partner? A lot of times we have this idea that our 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 spouse has to be the end-all be-all. They have to be everything for us. And it's so unkind because a lot of women like to talk about their problems or I mean I'm sure there's men who do also but a lot of times women like to talk about them and really talk them out and and men have really been brought up to fix things. So if you bring a problem to your let's say you're a woman and you bring your problem to a man Oftentimes, they just jump into solution. And how do I know this? Because I'm married to a fix-it man. (laughs) And it took me a long time to figure that out, where I would talk to him about something going on, he would immediately go to tell me how to fix it, and I would immediately get mad because I I wasn't interested in fixing it, I was interested in talking about it and talking it through. And it created so much more drama trauma than now I'm aware that he's my fix-it man. So if there's something in my life that I would like fixed or changed or a solution to, I take it straight to him because I can give him five minutes and he's got it figured out. And I'm so grateful for that. If it's something I would just like to talk through, then doing that with him isn't going to create more. So I have friends that I talk about things like that with. I don't put him in the position to do something that doesn't work for him and I don't put myself in the position to have a reason to be mad at him. (laughs) It's just, hey, you know, I have friends that I love going to movies with. I have friends that I love swapping bars with. You know, it's not, we don't ask a friend to be everything to us. So why do we expect the spouse to be everything? And it's cool if that works for you and it works for your spouse. Hey, absolutely stick with what works. 
But if it's somewhere that maybe there's been a push-pull energy, please, please, please find other people to fulfill those roles for you. And so I, I do, I see a lot of marriages that work really well or relationships that work really well at a distance. So maybe they see each other every weekend. Maybe they see each other every few weeks. Whatever it is, what if whatever it is that works for you is okay? And anywhere that maybe you don't have a partner and you've decided you don't have a partner because you do like alone time, because you do like space, because uh, you don't even really wish to live with somebody. You just wish there was somebody that you could share different experiences with, maybe a travel partner or something like that. Anywhere you've decided that you can't actually create what you would really like to create, will you destroy it and create it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, walk, shorts, boys and beyonds. And anywhere you've decided you have to give up you to be able to create that, we destroy and uncreate all that times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, walk, shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah, because what if it's about you getting clear on what works for you? That's how we create something totally different, a totally different reality. It's looking at what works for you and then creating that. Not what this reality does. Not what we've seen our families and our friends choose with marriage. Unless there is somebody, maybe you do see somebody who has something about their marriage that really uh, resonates with you, then yeah, you can be asking the universe, okay, what's it gonna take for me to create something like that or even better? Now we add or even better because then it opens it up to, to more of what would work for you. So sometimes when we see uh, that energy with somebody and something they're creating, it's like that's their energy with that. So if we say something greater, it actually is more aligned with your energy and what's congruent with your energy. So let's just start asking, you know, when you see people that are inspiring, okay, what's it going to take to create something like that or even better? Yeah, so everything that brings up. Destroy and create it. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And anywhere you've decided that a marriage has to be the way it's been in the past, we destroy and create all that times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And so every day I would recommend you destroying and creating the way your marriage has been, your relationship, your partnership, whatever it is, uh, however it was the day before. So just every morning when you wake up, in your mind, I, I like little sticky notes, I put them everywhere to remind myself, just to destroy and uncreate the way that our marriage was yesterday. Times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys and beyonds. So that every day is a brand new day. We're not operating on doing it the way we've always done it. The, the same things that irk us about the person, the, all of that energy, it's gone. It's like a brand new marriage every day. And if your your partner's open to it, you can ha you can run it with them and just say, okay, uh, let's destroy and create everything that our, our marriage was yesterday, times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, on the box, shorts, boys, beyonds. And if that would make them look at you like you've got two heads or wonder why you're being so silly or any of that, then do it on your own. You can destroy and uncreate it on your own. You don't require them to do it with you. I've done it with my hubby and on my own and I find it works a little bit more 
the, I'm going to say bigger, that's not quite the word, but um, it clears more when I, when I run it on my own. The only thing, and then the reason for that is, is he has taken some access classes and, and the words destroy and uncreate can put a little bit of a, what am I doing here? You know, am I saying, am I saying that it's over? And I really, I, the poor guy, I mean, there was a lot of trauma drama in our relationship prior to access. So, you know, me threatening to leave him was something I probably did, I don't know, 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 times throughout all of those years prior to, to me studying access consciousness. So, you know, he's kind of a bit gun shy, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> um, and, and I mean, I say poor guy. Yeah, it, it wasn't, there was times it wasn't great for me to be with him either. Uh, and so again, I'm just so grateful that we have chose to create something totally different and in a way that works for us and doesn't fit in this reality and doesn't make sense to a lot of people. And I'm okay with that. And it's so cool to be okay with that. So anywhere you wouldn't be okay with creating your reality in every area of your life, not just relationships, but what about your reality with money? What about your reality with your body? What about your reality with your kids, with your family, with your career, with your business, everything? What about starting to look at all of this stuff from everywhere, from being willing to create your reality in what works for you. So everything that brings up, we destroy and create all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And actually last week in my radio show, or sorry, my newsletter, I put a clearing in there of creating for, creating your own reality. And every week I write a little story about way information, things I've done, creating magic, whatever it might be in my newsletter. And then I, I add a clearing um, and then I put a link to the download so you can just go and download it and, and listen to it uh, and put it on your iPad and sleep with it at night or whatever you'd like to do. So on my webpage, you'll find a newsletter sign up at uh, www.glenyce.net. If you go sign up, you'll also have access to all the past ones and all the other cool clearings that I've put on there and you can go download them and, and listen to them over and over. So the clearing that I had on there was what energy, space and consciousness can your body and you be to actualize a reality beyond this reality with total ease? Anything that doesn't allow that, we destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And that's really what we're looking for is to create our own reality. Our reality isn't this reality. You know, isn't struggle in marriage, isn't struggle with money, isn't struggle in careers. Our reality is ease, joy, and glory, and fun, and joyfulness, and oh, all the yummy stuff. That's what our reality is. So would you be willing to start creating your own reality? Yeah. Anything that doesn't allow that. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, fun, fox, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So we are going to head to break. and we come back, I will share step number three. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world. And that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. 
What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenise's blog. That's www.glenise.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So I'd like to invite you to some awesomeness that I've got coming up around the world. Starting April 15th in Meadow Lake, Saskatchewan, uh, the five days to change your life. This is the Bars Foundation and Level 1, the Access Consciousness Core classes. And man, it's, uh, I tell you, life-changing times a godzillion these classes are. I'm thrilled to be facilitating them. I just did renewed my cert, uh, certified facilitator license in Venice a couple weeks ago and it's just so so phenomenal where where we're going and how many people are willing to choose consciousness and change their life it's just oh I'm so excited uh, and then April 21st uh, in a, v- a town very close to where I grew up Spruce Lake Saskatchewan we've got the bars this is the, the one-day class, the starter of the consciousness classes. And then in Calgary, starting May 6th, again, we've got Bars Foundation Level 1. And then starting May 27th, Bars Foundation Level 1 in Lloydminster, Alberta. And then June 6th and 7th and 8th and 9th, Foundation and Level 1 in Cork, Ireland. I can hardly wait. And then on June 10th is a business, a whole day about business, uh, also in Cork, Ireland. Then on June 12th, we've got a clearing and clarity night on in Rotterdam, Netherlands. And then starting the 13th is a two-day creating with the universe class. 
And then uh, Copenhagen starting September 11th, five days, Bars Foundation Level 1. And then on September 13th, just an evening class about business in Copenhagen. And uh, September 19th and 20th, Magic with Molecules, also in Copenhagen. How does it get any better than that? And so much more in the works. So I uh, would love to see you somewhere in the world with all of this awesomeness. All right, so step number three, be willing to be different. <laughs> it's part of being willing to have a totally different reality is your willingness to be different, your willingness to be judged, like I was talking about earlier, your willingness to do it the way that works for you, not the way that everybody would like it to be. Because <laughs> the one thing that I know for sure, is the minute that you show people another possibility with the way things could be, they can do one of two things. They can go into um, the inspiration of it and, and see in their life how they could change things to be different in ways that works for them. Or they can go the other way, which means they resist it and they go into judgment of you for showing them that there's another possibility. And you have to be willing to receive both. Otherwise, you become a puppet of this reality. You become a puppet of whatever it is that society says is right is the way you're going to do it to avoid being judged, to avoid having people you're, tell you that you're wrong and bad. You know, even my choice of not um, having my own children uh, has put people into some really interesting points of view. Uh, I had one woman even call me a baby hater because uh, I chose that really interesting choice on her part. Uh, and I didn't, it, you know, this was years and years ago before I had any of these tools. And other than I've always remembered her comment, it didn't even bother me back then. I knew it wasn't true. I knew that I adore babies. I just adore them because they're not mine. <laughs> and it's the same thing with doing marriage different. You know, people might start asking you like, oh, you know, are you sure you guys are okay? Like I, I noticed you didn't go to that party together and, you know, having all these points of view and whoever said that marriage has to be where the, they have, we have to do everything together. You know, my husband is a huge geocacher. If you're not familiar with that, with what that is, you can look up geocaching.com. It's a big I call it like a treasure hunt using GPSs. You go find things around the world. This is one of the reasons he loves to travel with me uh, is that he can go geocaching in all these different countries. And it's like really not fun for me to geocache with him. He likes to go really hard and he'll go out and he'll find like a hundred in a day and I would like to go out and maybe find two. <laughs> so it doesn't work for us to do it together. And I could make myself really wrong for that. Or I could use that time to be by myself, to be creating something else, to be seeing clients, whatever it is, instead of buying into this reality. Well, if he has a hobby, I should like it too. We're a really great couple together if we like the same things and do the same things and like the same people. And really, does that work? You know, how many, how many friends have you given up over the years because your spouse didn't like their spouse? What about just having that 
friend as your friend. Why do you have to bring the spouse into that equation of it? And it's not wrong and bad if that what works, but check in. Check in that you're not just buying this reality. So it's about being willing to be different. And of course, if you're being willing to be different in your relationship, you might as well be willing to be different in every area of your life. Yeah. So everything that is, everywhere you're not willing to be that different, whatever that is for you, will you destroy and uncreate it? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys and beyonds. You know, we often, especially as kids, and it usually carries on until we question it, uh, we often judge ourselves for not having, for not fitting in. And yet, if you really, really look at this reality, does it work for you to fit into this reality? Because this reality really asks you to be like everybody else and really asks you to create to the degree that everybody else is creating and to uh, be as happy as to the degree as everybody else is willing to be happy. And it's like, that doesn't actually work for me at all. I tried it. (laughs) I I bought the (laughs) t-shirt. And it doesn't work. And so I'm often checking in with myself, where am I operating? Am I operating from this reality? Or am I willing to create beyond this reality? Because if I'm not willing to create beyond it in a certain area, then I'm going to be stuck in this reality. And and this reality is, is that for me stuck? (laughs) It doesn't feel yummy. It doesn't feel expansive. It doesn't feel phenomenal. It just feels like, ugh. So anywhere that you're not willing to create beyond this reality, whether it's in your marriage, whether it's in your relationships, whether it's in your money or wherever, we destroy and create all that. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, shorts, boys and beyonds. Another aspect of, of being willing to be different is really looking at how you treat your partner and how they treat you, of course, that's an aspect of it also. Uh, and and does that work? Because again, we often treat people around us the way that our family treated them. So usually we're, in, in my case, I would treat my husband the way that my mom treated my dad. So we usually kind of connect with the same sex parent and then do that or we're in, in exact opposite, which is the same. So we're either aligning with it or resisting it, um, but it's the same energy, so to speak. So it's really looking at that and, and does that work? And a lot of women are unkind to men. And I hesitate saying this on this show and, and please, if you have comments or you have questions about that, um, let me know, but really start looking at that. And there's just kind of this energy of unkindness that we be to men. And yes, it can be the other way. Yes, men can be unkind to women. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. But there is often this underlying energy of such unkindness that we have of almost it's our right to be unkind and maybe it's just me maybe it's just how I grew up I don't know Uh, I've seen it in a lot of people though (laughs) and Gary Douglas the founder of Access Consciousness has this amazing book called Salon de Femmes and if 
you would like more information about that or maybe you've seen that in yourself or you've seen that in other females uh, I would highly recommend that book he also has a whole teleseries that he did a couple of years ago I was part of that teleseries because it really blew my mind he would talk about it in classes and I would be all defensive like no we're not we're kind to men you're wrong and then I really had to be honest with myself and start looking and it was like actually no <laughs> I wasn't and and started shifting and changing it back then and that whole teleseries it started out as a six teleseries and then we ended up extending it because we were just looking for so much more information of of what that was and and how we could start to look at changing it and I'm sure he could do a whole teleseries the other way too, um, you know, on, on men with women. But it's really about looking at that and, and looking at where is that work for you and how much more kind can you be, not just to people around you, but to you also. Uh, I met a, a, a guy at the class in Venice I was at recently and the kindness that he just emanated um, was so inspiring for me because even though my husband and I have a, a level of kindness for each other this like exponentialized it and even just being with him um, you know we shared a couple meals and had some discussions and all of that even that little bit was like showing me how much more kindness was possible and yes kindness to you <laughs> yes 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 and kindness to others so anywhere you've misidentified and misapplied kindness, we destroy and create all that times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pox, shorts, boys and beyonds. And anywhere you're not willing to be kind to you, <laughs> we destroy and create all that times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pox, shorts, boys and beyonds. And anywhere you're not willing to be kind to everyone, we destroy and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pox, shorts, boys and beyonds. Now kindness from this reality is very different than the kindness that I'm talking about. So kindness from this reality is, is pretending that you're, um, you know, being sweet and kind to somebody who just smacked you across the face. That That's not it at all. Kindness is really being willing to give the person whatever it is they require in whatever way they require it without a point of view. So if something really doesn't work for you in, in your marriage, kindness is letting the other person know that. Kindness isn't saying this doesn't work and you change it or I'm out the door like I used to do. <laughs> that's not kind. That's really unkind actually. Um, kindness is saying, hey, this doesn't work for me. And then letting them choose whatever it is they're going to choose based on that. And then you choose whatever that is. So let's say you have somebody Let's say your partner prefers to, to sleep with other people. And if it really doesn't work for you that they choose that, then kindness is letting them know that. And maybe they say to you, okay, 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 I'll never do it again. I'm sorry, I love you, whatever. And then they go do it again. Then kindness to you is saying, this doesn't work, goodbye. Kindness isn't continuing to tell them that, it's a, that it doesn't work for you and then having them do it over and over. That's not it at all. And, and it's just being kind for you. What works for you? Instead of pretending it does or pretending it's not occurring or whatever it might be. But also check in with yourself. Does it truly not work for you? Because again, this reality would say that's the worst thing ever. But check in with you. Is that the worst thing ever? 
Does it even matter to you? Is it even relevant to you? And if it isn't, then stop playing with it. <laughs> Again, we talk about drama trauma, right? If we think that's the worst thing ever, then and our spouses choose it, and then we do the drama trauma with it, it's really just more we're doing it for entertainment. If it actually doesn't matter to us. If it does, then absolutely let them know. Choose to change it. They can choose whatever they want, and you choose based on whatever it is that's going to work for you. Everything that brings up will you destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine potpock shorts, boys and beyonds. So the three steps. One, stop trying to change your partner. Two, be grateful. Choose gratitude no matter what. Three, be willing to be different. Look at what your reality is. What would you like it to be? And start choosing and making choices that will create more of that. Everything that is, everywhere you just realized you had to make choices to create your reality. <laughs> well, you destroy and uncreate all that times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine potpock shorts, boys and beyonds. And what physical actualization of a totally different marriage that works for you and your partner are you now capable of generating, creating, and actualizing. Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic will you destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine potpock shorts, boys and beyonds. And what if it's just a choice? What if you could just choose based on what works for you, what works for your partner, and start creating that and just every day taking a step forward with that? Yeah, awesome. One more time, what physical actualization of a totally different marriage beyond anything you've never even imagined possible are you now capable of generating, creating, and actualizing? Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine potpock shorts, boys and beyonds. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so, so grateful for each and every one of you. I absolutely love and adore your feedback. So please come find me on Facebook or send me an email. And I love to hear from you. Have a wonderful week and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenice Hughes for another edition of our program next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.